This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and I am so excited to be joined in the studio again by my friend Isabel. You know her from Comments by Celebs, Comments by Bravo, all of that good stuff. Isabel, welcome back to the podcast. So good to see you. Last time we were together, we were in real life watching the Vanderpump Rules (sighs) reunion finale. Wow. It's crazy that that was like three weeks ago. I have not stopped thinking about it since. It is like Vanderpump was so present in my mind for like every second of the last three months of that season that the last three weeks it's been weird to just like not have new Vanderpump yeah. information to I process. Know. like all of a sudden I'm just going about my day and I remember all of it and it's almost like it was a fever dream right but I can't keep talking about it because like, <laughs> people are gonna hate me <laughs> I'm like so sick of it but also still so obsessed with it at the same time that I just it's daily struggle, I guess. Yeah, which like speaking of Vanderpump Rules season eleven, they're they're picking up the cameras. They are supposed to start filming like this week. Lala said on Amazon Live that she's, which I hate that I'm like quoting Lala's Amazon Live. She spills tea on Amazon Live. She, they all do because they're like, this is the only way I can actually afford my lifestyle <laughs> is if I get people to watch this Amazon right. Live. Um, But she said on Amazon Live that she starts filming Wednesday. She said they sent us like what our schedule may look like. It's subject to change. And I'm just like, oh, we're really in it again. We usually have so much time to just kind of process. Things change a lot. But it's like, nope. How what does this look like? Like, are they filming all together? Is it just going to be Ariana living her life? Is Sandoval going to film? Is Raquel going to film? So according to TMZ reported this week, That everyone is coming back except Raquel is like up in the air still. According to TMZ, she's still at the mental health facility where she's been for more than two months. Uh, Whatever. That's neither here nor there to me. Um, But they're still working hard to get her on the show. But they don't know if it's going to happen. So I guess it'll be more like us watching them post all of this deal with it sort of separately. Like... They're not doing big group scenes. They're not doing confrontations. Like maybe, but also if they're filming in Tom and Ariana's house, they're what? They have two camera crews, one upstairs, one downstairs, and then they never interact. They just like show the text messages where they have a mediator saying like, I will be using the pool from 12 to 1230. And then he has to stay out of the pool. I I don't know how that looks. It's like in in like any time travel movie when they're like, okay, you can go back, but you can't interact. (laughs) You have to make sure that you don't see the other version of you. It's like if Tom and Ariana like come too close, the like force will be messed with. It is weird because every I feel like most seasons of Vanderpump Rules they're, they stop filming at the end of the summer, and then other than the reunion, nothing else happens, and then we pick up eight months later, and it's like, it's summer again. Here's what's going on. But this, like, we've followed in such real time what's yeah. been happening with them that I'm 
I don't think it's not going to be good, but I'm I'm a little unsure of just how they're going to actually like tell a story. Yeah, it's going to be about what happened. It's going to be about Ariana doing all of her brand deals and like rising to the top because, you know, technically, if you're not following along on social media, on the show, the last we saw, she was like home crying in her pajamas. So now we need to rise, like watch this, yeah, you know, world takeover on the show. I just hope that there will be like something else for them to talk about because I, for Ariana's sake, at the very least, like, I want them to have something new. Like, I don't want that to be yeah. the only point of discussion. Like, how annoying is that for her? Her, like, stupid ex who she doesn't even care about anymore. She has a new guy. She has all this life going on. I want to watch them sell the house. Like, I guess we'll see Katie and Schwartz stuff and maybe Schwartz and Sandy. Or we'll see the something, sandwich shop. Yeah, something about her. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're right. And also because everyone who isn't, you know, Tom and Raquel and a little bit Schwartz has said like, I'm never going to be friends with Raquel again. I'm never going to be friends with Sandoval again, as long as I live basically. So when you're thinking about putting together a season of TV that is still theoretically about a friend group, it's like, I don't want to watch 12 episodes of Sandoval, like rehearsing for his karaoke shows. Right. Because (laughs) if, if people like Sheena and, Lala and Katie and James are never ever gonna fuck with Tom again then like I don't want to watch them pretend or like I I don't know like like, how do you like pick up the pieces it's not even that they won't fuck with them it's that like I literally think that they will refuse to film with him so even if they're gonna have like a theoretical sit down conversation like Ariana's gonna be like no why are you giving him airtime why are you even honoring that they would let him even speak to you so it's like i I am curious but i was like like when i heard that they were filming again i was like i am personally not even ready for that so i don't even know how you guys can like i'm still exhausted right like thinking about the fact that the last time i saw you was at the part three of the reunion and they had basically been doing like continuous press and all of this stuff up until then it's like they they must need a break. <laughs> I need a break still. Like I am still emotionally hungover from that night, but also just the whole season and yeah. recapping it. So imagine living it and then seeing it all play out and like everything they went through. I mean, it's really something. Yeah. I'm always a proponent. Like sometimes when these shows, like we've really gotten out of hand with the term on pause yeah. because they'll take like a normal amount of time or maybe like a couple extra weeks between filming for the next season. And they're like, guys, New Jersey is being put on pause. No, it's like they have to just wait a normal, like either a normal or a little bit more to either figure it out or to wait until something else more interesting is happening. Like they can't just always say August 1st, we're picking up cameras. Like what if all the interesting stuff starts in September? It's not. Right. And I would rather them not either spend a month creating fake drama yeah, forcing it or spend a month filming boring shit yeah <laughs> that right. then they end up cutting out anyway exactly like, no i know everyone gets so so crazy with that but like sometimes there isn't really a deeper meaning it's just like production timing whatever right. and like if there are i mean i think with a lot of these shows there are complicated casting decisions being made that stuff takes time you have to get all the contracts signed and ready to go like it's not always just a matter of like everyone gets their schedule in the mail and then shows up to film (laughs) i do not envy whoever's making the new jersey decisions oh my god it's it's tough and like i feel like everybody's sort of talked about it to death but then at the same time it's like 
but so what do they do? No, we still have nobody's landed on like quote the right. There is no right answer, I guess. Yeah. I just worry because it's like you keep both of them, you get rid of both of them, but if you keep one, then the other one won, you know, or lost. Yeah. So I just don't, I don't, I literally have no idea what they I do. I think you, I think your account posted the thing where it was like, Teresa, Melissa might be on spinoff shows and Melissa yeah. commented. She was like, I'm fine where I am. Thanks. Yes. Yes. It's like, yeah, I think Melissa has kind of made it clear that she feels like her position is still on the show. I think obviously Teresa feels that way too, but when you think of like the opportunity of a spinoff show, it's like maybe you would be better off just taking the check and like, my personal like where i've landed of the right decision or the way that everybody could be happy including the fans is they keep melissa on the show and they give teresa like a peacock spinoff of her own because i think teresa would be so happy with that like headlining her own show like that seems super like elite kardashian vibe and melissa would feel happy like staying you know her friends are there whatever and i think the fans would feel like okay we still get a little bit of both, but no decision will make everybody happy. Exactly. I think well, that's like with so much Bravo stuff. It's like there you're going back and forth. But then at the end of the day, people are going to complain no matter what. No matter and, what. By the way, we are people. <laughs> <laughs> right. And even like going back to Vanderpump, it's like this was one of the most like explosive wild seasons, whatever. And you still are seeing people online being like... That reunion could have gone harder. Kind of yawn. Like, that reveal was underwhelming. It's like, okay. No. <laughs> I, like, you guys don't know, like, we literally have, like, our little Bravo crew at all these events. Yeah. <laughs> and watching that together, specifically in, like, this bar setting, where, like, as if we were watching the Super Bowl, and, like, the screaming and the popcorn and, like, getting to look at each other and be like, holy shit. That was... And like the ambient noise of we were we were in like an upstairs area, but then the, in the downstairs, Brock and Sheena were there, and every like <laughs> and she was vlogging. Sheena was vlogging, and Brock would just randomly start chants of like Sheena, yeah, Sheena. yeah. And we guys, shut up! We're trying to listen to the episode. Right. There, I went home and I had to rewatch. I'm like, oh my god, I had no idea any of this it's even like happened. It's like they're playing it without commercials. Yeah. We can't be loud right now. This is not the time. No, when they start when the show started, and we went from like what would be the first commercial break and there was no commercial we were like like, something i need a commercial (laughs) (laughs) but we did get home early (laughs) we did get home early and my view pov i'm sitting there watching you and gibson in your matching t-shirts eating popcorn watching this reunion like that's that was the most entertaining part of it all yeah summer is fast approaching which means more social events more weddings to attend more nights on the town and hopefully more vacations that's why i'm so thankful for today's sponsor honey love for covering us with the best shapewear with honey love you can feel your best even when you're wearing less they've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear plus they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor for a limited time only you can get honey love on sale get 20 percent off your entire order with our exclusive link honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the 
the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, one other thing I want to ask. So Charlie did this interview with Rolling Stone, Charlie Burnett. But yeah, um, Charlie Burnett doing Rolling Stone. Okay, iconic. Who would have thought in 2023 <laughs> that a um, like a second tier Vanderpump Rules cast second member would have... Second is generous, by the way. <laughs> would have like a profile in Rolling Stone. Um, but basically, she did this whole interview about being kind of like the caught in the crosshairs one mm-hmm. in Scandaval. And she said in that interview that she was offered a full-time contract for season 11, but was on the fence about coming back essentially because she knows that due to her position in the group, she's going to, she's going to have to be the one who's like filming with Raquel. Yeah. If she comes back. Yeah. They're going to make her like a mediator sort of Switzerland role, which like is probably annoying for her if she just doesn't want to do that. Do you think she's going to come back? Yeah. Do you want her to come back? I actually do. I actually do. I don't feel like we got enough of her, especially this season. She really got pushed to the side. But like, I feel like she has so much potential and fits perfectly in with this cast, just personality wise. But I do understand her concern of like, they're going to pigeonhole her into this role because she's probably the only one who would be even remotely willing to budge and had a relationship with Raquel like that, that she could, you know? Right. And it wouldn't be the other people that were closest in the cast to Raquel were Sheena and Ariana. And right. They're not touching that the 10 foot pole. Yeah. Know? No, no. I know. I honestly, big props to Charlie, though, for being, for joining the show in that like bizarre season eight yeah, yeah. where they added like 27 Dark. people to the cast who then all got fired for being racist. Yes. And she just kind of rose from the ashes and is still here. It's like, who, good for her? Honestly, even if she does end up going back, also good for her for like questioning if she, like most people would just take that check, take that fame. Like this is now the most popular reality show, you know? So her even second guessing it because of her moral compass and like understanding how the show works and also now putting it out there. So we give her a little bit of grace if we watch the season and we're like, why is Charlie so with Raquel? But we also know that storytelling wise, they need it can't just be Raquel sitting talking to herself and then everybody else at Sir like breaking down what went down that day, <laughs> is, which is actually how I'm picturing it now going Right, down. like Raquel's just like talking to her dog or whatever the whole time. <laughs> She's outside that nail salon. Remember that TMZ oh video God, yeah. talking? Like that's just what the whole season's going to be of her. I do feel like we've come a long way in our understanding of kind of the mechanics behind these shows. Yes. It's like from a production standpoint, like there's a big difference between people saying like, oh, it's like scripted or like fake. And the idea of like, we're crafting a television package narrative. So we need people, we need the right combinations of people to film with each other so that you can follow the through line of what's happening here. Yeah. And that I, you know, like you've said, you don't envy the producers, uh, the casters of New Jersey. I don't envy the people on Vanderpump Rules who have to like actually sit down and be like, what, what is what are we doing this season right who have to like follow the storylines it's hard because i think it's like such a blessing and a curse that the audience has become way more savvy to like what goes on you know just because of like social media and i guess just watching so much reality tv at this point we sort of know that there are producers prompting things that there are like storyline producers trying you know to keep Mm -hmm. the continuity and whatever and like 
I think that helps, but it also can hurt because people always are going to question those decisions. Right. It makes things a lot. It feels like you have to cover a lot more bases than 10 years ago when we were just watching eight episodes of a TV show and being like, yay. Yeah. No, I find that even with Kardashians, it's gotten a lot trickier. Like they just have to kind of figure it out like that. Do you, are you watching Kardashians this season? Of course. Okay. I've, so I've never watched their Hulu show. I think I watched like two episodes of the first season. Do you, how would you compare it to Housewives in terms, or I guess Vanderpump too? Like, do you find that the storytelling is like engaging in a similar way or is it more just that you are invested in the people so you keep watching? I mean, I would watch them do anything. So I'm like, I guess a hard person to ask this question. I think it's different because especially with this Hulu show and they've made this clear, they really made it more focused on their individual storylines. And then when they do come together and do their stuff as sisters, they follow that versus I think the old show would maybe be more comparable to Housewives where mm-hmm. they really were like forcing this together time. So like yeah, in the way that they're like, oh, we're going on a girl's trip. And we obviously know that that's just like a way to keep the group together and have them like yeah. do stuff. That was sort of what the old Kardashian was like. And now this new yeah. one is almost... I, I honestly actually think this could be what Vanderpump ends up being like because it's following their individual storylines. Like, business. Yeah, like Sheena's parallel yeah. lives. Obviously, like we'll see Lala and Katie and Ariana go to lunch, but then we see Ariana and Katie building the business. We see Lala doing her thing. Like yeah. they sort of stand on their own. And I think that's great for Vanderpump, which means they're interesting enough on their own and we care enough on their own yeah. that that could be possible. That's interesting because going back to the roots, I've been rewatching season one of Vanderpump and recapping it with Sammy and it's <laughs> oh like such an odyssey. Um, but like one thing I was struck by rewatching the season is like, oh, we're at the restaurant a lot. And like, yeah, exactly. there are like major storylines on the show that are about like getting shifts covered. And obviously, you know, when I think about overall Vanderpump, it's like, oh, they used to be waiters and now they're not. But like, that was what the show was about. And it has already evolved so far. And I think the fact that it's been so successful with a couple, you know, dips in quality here and there, like there is something really engaging about this group of people and like the fact that they've been able to sort of cross that bridge into being like their own adult people with their own storylines well, is impressive. It's the same with Kardashians. The You feel the shift from when it's just following a family yeah. that's like funny, they have money, they're like in Beverly Hills, whatever. Doing pranks together. Doing pranks, <laughs> yeah, like just being a family and then all of a sudden it's now about a famous family yeah. and like famous sisters. So it's almost the same thing with Vanderpump now. Yeah. We're going to be watching these like famous reality stars on their own that's, show. Yeah, that's true that it's like there isn't that layer of like just just eight normal girls who live in LA. Exactly. Like, it's like, no, they're like making their own merch. No, I loved when they like, oh, exactly, like making 200 grand off of their yeah. sandwich merch. I liked when they all like lived in the same apartment building. Like they would walk yeah. in the hallways and it was like, it's just that those were the good old days. Yeah. It's interesting. I've, I started watching the Luann and Sonia spinoff. Oh yeah. Um, which obviously, you know, we'll get into at a later date, but it's funny, like the way they treat it, that it's like, they're like celebrities coming to town. Right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, kind of. It's full, simple life. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. I'm excited for people to watch it. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, no, Kardashians, I think I watched the last season of Keeping Up or at least part of it. And it was like during COVID and they were, maybe it wasn't, I don't know what season it was, but they had like 
rented a house in Malibu oh, for, yeah. for them to film at. Yeah. And it was so, they were like, yeah, it's COVID. So it's nice to be able to get away to this house in Malibu. That was and rough. It's like, this is so contrived that it's like, you have to drive 45 minutes from your homes in Calabasas to this random rental house in Malibu to film at like, clearly decided times that you're all going to be there and they're like arguing over who gets what bedroom and I'm like you don't live here yeah no I know that was probably the best that they could do during COVID I, I think you should watch the Hulu one I'm interested okay. to hear what you think no promises <laughs> what because you don't watch a lot of TV I see your recaps I don't okay I don't watch a lot of reality TV outside of Bravo I understand that but I dabble here and there Kardashians is my... I never finished the last season of Selling Sunset either. I, I don't know. I lose steam on stuff. That's my problem. Yeah. Kardashians, I never lose steam. That's like my reward on like a Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. I'm so happy to watch okay. it. Okay. I'll report back. Maybe I'll give it, maybe I'll give it a chance. I hear Kim and Courtney are heating up. Yeah. You should watch the first two seasons just to catch up. <laughs> I mean, even though you know what's going on in real time, but yeah, this season's getting good. Okay. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathing. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination 
combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. I do want to talk about, you know, Kardashian tangential, the Richard sisters. I'm so, when you told me you wanted to talk about this, I literally was so happy. So over the weekend, Kim's daughter, Whitney, got married in Colorado and Kyle and Kathy were both there. Okay. Together again. I was watching all, because all of like the cousins, like Paris, Nikki, Kyle's daughters, Kim's daughters, like everyone was posting. And I think that they were all at Kyle and Mauricio's house doing karaoke the night before and it made me so happy because I especially recently I think we've been hearing like Kim and Kathy were somewhere yeah. or like they were at the premiere of something and Kyle wasn't invited and just you know every month there's something about them so to see them all together with the kids in Aspen celebrating those like beautiful wedding it was so so like I actually could cry and I was watching everything so closely like Kim and and Kyle are dancing at the wedding. It really it warmed my heart. And did you see Kyle and Kathy behind the bar at Kimosabe? Yeah, that was good. They were holding the Kathy and the Kendall tequila. <laughs> and there's like apparently now at Kimosabe, there's a cutout of Kathy Hilton that just lives behind the bar. As there should be. As there fucking should be. It is funny, though, because Kathy just confirmed a couple of weeks ago that she's not going to be on the next season of Beverly Hills at all. She's saying that she chose to do Paris's Peacock show instead, which right. is like, I feel like you could have shown up a little <laughs> bit for both. But um, it, yeah, I feel like obviously... Kyle and Kathy had a tough time last season on Beverly Hills. And then there was kind of this narrative that Kyle was kind of like the odd one out in the family. Which I think has happened more than it has. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's nice that at the very least when there is an event like this, because, I mean, we remember in the past, Kyle has uh, not always been an automatic, you know, Nikki Hilton's wedding, yeah. remember? I actually, am, I, maybe I'm swayed because I'm like, Rewatching old Beverly Hills, and it was kind of the seasons where Kathy was <clears throat> just this like offline figure that was sort of just there and talked about it. And it was right, Kyle's not invited to Nikki's wedding, but her daughters are, yeah. and Mauricio's not. And then Kyle was going, but Mauricio's not allowed there. Like, there's always was just something. And look, selfishly, will I miss Kathy? Of course, I. Uh, again, she is someone who I am just so fascinated by. And I also think watching the contrast of her on Housewives and on Paris was like just a wild experience because it's really two different people. Yeah. But as like a sister and as like a human who just loves Kyle, I I think it's so much safer and better in the mm -hmm. long run. Like same thing with Kim. Everyone's like, bring back Kim, whatever. You know what? They're bad. Like, yeah, For everyone. It's just it's it almost got too dark. Well, and I think it's it's interesting. You made a comment earlier. Uh, we were talking before we started recording about the New York reboot and kind of how people are going to um, enjoy it or not enjoy it. And you were saying how people are loving OC this season because it's lighter yeah. and doesn't seem that, you know, doesn't have a lot of darkness to it. And I think with Kyle and her sisters, it's like we've. Obviously, there is like TV enjoyment to be had out of watching people 
struggle through these issues. Yeah. But then also there gets it gets to a point where it's like, I just want to watch people like have fun. I don't know. Right. Like you need it to be a little fluffy. And at a certain point I felt so bad and I felt like almost guilty that like the show is doing this to the sisters to then like it trickles down to the kids. It just was like it's a lot. By the way, same thing with the with Teresa and Melissa yeah. and Joe, you know, obviously I could watch that forever. Also, when like the Manzo's Loritas, I think there's something about family. I'm so in on it. And when it's good and when it's fluffy, it's good. But when it got to like a place where now the sisters aren't talking for six months and like, you know, their mother's not alive anymore. And then it, it, the kids, it just it gets it gets so sad. Right. Like watching Kyle on the reunion, like sobbing over the state of her relationship with her sister who's sitting, you know, five feet away, but they haven't spoken directly to each other. Like that's not like it doesn't make me happy. Like I no. think it's compelling. Yes. But like there is a certain point where it's like, OK, that that gave us a lot of certain things. Maybe it is time to like refresh go a little lighter and i think with with beverly hills i see a lot of people being worried that this upcoming season is going to be boring and like it 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 honestly might be be. yeah (laughs) i'm definitely not i'm definitely not in a position to be like shut up guys it's gonna be so good like i'm not i I haven't seen anything i don't know but like i'm not upset that we're not gonna get like kyle being like berated by her sisters no and it's healthier for sisters so yeah yeah i mean who's this beverly hills could just be maybe what we're getting from oc light fluffy inconsequential drama i I don't know i think the thing with beverly hills is that in the last the last couple seasons i think sort of broke out of this but more like season like seven through ten maybe there was a lot of the idea that beverly hills was like a little too buttoned up and that they were all very conscious of their images. Yeah, like actresses. They yeah, know the deal. And that it was like boring. It was like, you know, low stakes in a boring way versus I think OC right now. It kind of feels like classic housewives drama. Like the storyline that's brewing with Taylor and Heather of Heather not thinking she was serious about a role in a movie that's filming in Oklahoma that you know we're never ever going to see this movie. And you also know is like the biggest deal to Taylor. Right. Like that is to me like a delicious yes. housewife storyline. I agree. And even the stuff with Shannon and Tamara, I'm like, I don't really know what the roots of it are or if it's leading up to anything particularly exciting. But like I I like watching them. Tamara's figure a good fighter. Yeah. Tamara's great at fighting. Yeah, I agree. It's like I, I'm happy to be along for the ride because you know it's not like a do or die life or death kind of situation. Like it will and can pass i just think i also think we're just so grateful to have such a good season of oc to have Tamara back to like have taylor all these like og energy i think we actually care about it more i think they do a good job casting that show whereas Mm -hmm. a lot of others are difficult like i think all the people in beverly hills that in theory that they would want don't want to do the show yeah, I think Beverly Hills, because they have the like air of famousness about them, which some of the women are legit famous and some of them aren't like it's not like they only cast celebrities. Yeah. But whenever it's with OC, the only people that people are ever like 
saying should be cast on OC are people who have already been on the show. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Alexis Bellino, bring her back. Like, <laughs> do, Gretchen. They should bring back Alexis Bellino. Oh, I love Alexis. I'm on the record. Bring her back. <laughs> her and Heather Dubrow are like friends. I know. It's crazy because I I had Heather on the show last season and I was like, oh, Alexis Bellino. She's like, I love Alexis. Yeah. I'm like, that was not what I expected. <laughs> um, but with Beverly Hills, the the casting requests are always like A-list celebrities or like... It's like Chrissy Teigen. Former A-list celebrity. Like people want, want like Nicolette Sheridan or Kimora Lee Simmons. And like, it's not that those ideas don't excite me at all, but it's like, I don't actually know if that is the most like fruitful way of going about casting yeah like they could both have their own shows i think so it's like are they going to be down to get into the, like the housewives wheel right and when you think about people like dorit and sutton they were not on our radars before they were on housewives and like you know opinions may differ over how great or iconic they are on the show but like i certainly think they're entertaining and really just like fascinating Absolutely. people Absolutely, totally <laughs> Dorit is a star. Dorit is, it's like so, sometimes I like forget about Dorit and then I'm like, damn, what a, what a woman. <laughs> I'm watching, like I said, like those mid seasons of Beverly Hills. Her first season or two, what a different person. So different. That like when she, her coming on the show as like Lisa's friend and she kind of, I don't know, like her her personality just seems very like subdued in yeah. a way. Like she was just like trying really hard. She couldn't really figure it out. It was a lot with PK. Like we did not like him and now I do like him. So yeah, yeah it's just like you forget this journey you've been on with these people of like, this was my first impression. And now what I think of Dorit as a person is like completely different. So yeah, I think she's an example of somebody who has been on the show and has really like transformed herself in a way that I find really kind of like fun to watch yes versus there are people who come on the show and it's like can we go back to the to the season one version totally because it's still her but i think she's eating up like the fame and the glam and the friendships and i don't know i guess because her and kyle became like actual real friends that also yeah. makes it feel less sad when you see such a transformation i also was thinking like this season to read who is so like just follows LVP because it was like PK's old friend and you know she owes Lisa she's bringing her into the group and mm -hmm. Lisa was friends with PK's old wife but now he likes she likes Dorit better if that Dorit or that LVP now knew that like Kyle and Mauricio and PK and Dorit are like this fr best friend group that do everything together and like yeah. LVP is so out of the picture holy shit we would have been freaking out about that and that like they don't speak to her yeah, I mean, I I think I've really come to the understanding with myself that I don't think it will ever make sense for Lisa to go back to Beverly Hills. I, I agree. I just think she doesn't need it. Why would she want it? They don't need her. No, it's not a mutually beneficial. She's different. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. It's I sad to come to terms with, but it is true. But then again, it's like you. Then you see her on Instagram, like palling around with Garcelle, and it's like, but maybe. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the thing. Emma and I always say this on our show, like. I will have an opinion on something or think something. And then like a minute later, I contradict myself or I right. like, feel differently because these things like are always changing. Well, and I think with with casting, especially with people that we know, I mean, I think Faye Resnick is somebody who this happens for me where I'm like, 
oh, Faye would be such an iconic housewife. And then it's like, but like, why? We, we don't need that. Would, that know. would be like a backslide into like. I know. Because then she would have to like try even harder. And it would be too much pressure when she's so freaking good at it without it. Like, and she just says the right things and puts way more drama than any other friend of I think has ever planted just simply by existing and being who she is yeah like she doesn't need the diamond to like (laughs) you know we don't need her to make a tagline right and like some people I think just their energy and their contribution makes more sense as somebody who can just kind of like float in and out than somebody who has to like be there every week yeah no Faye is the best example because her presence causes drama like she's, yeah. she walks in doesn't say a word and they're like Faye Resnick's here oh Faye this Faye that like she this and she doesn't have to say anything so yeah. why make her talk yeah Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. What do you think about Camille Grammer? Super random, but she's going to be on the girl's trip that we're getting later this year. I love Camille. She's such good TV. Yeah. I've really, I think we all have really flip-flop back and forth on her for all these years. Like, she was the villain the first couple seasons. Then we like loved her, and then we kind of didn't love her. I'm excited to see how she is in a girls' trip setting. Actually, yeah, she's one of those. So the the girls' trip that's coming up later this year. Obviously, the Brandy and Caroline stuff is like a whole yeah. a whole can of worms that we don't know how it's going to go. I yeah. don't know how they're going to handle it. But that cast, aside from those two, Gretchen Rossi is coming back. Vicky's going to be there. It's like wait, I'm so excited. It's weird. It's weird to think about. I mean, talking about OC casting too. Like, we haven't seen like Gretchen was such a staple of the show while she was on, but she's one of those people who really like disappeared. Right, but she's still her. So like, hopefully, she'll still yeah stir it up. And I think Taylor Armstrong was kind of like uh, she was a good like proof of concept for that type of thing where it's somebody who like made their contribution on the show and then really never was in our like consciousness as really went off again yeah and like i mean gretchen is all over instagram more than taylor with a lot of facetune and her (laughs) daughter is adorable she's still with slade but like so it's not like you can't find out like what she's up to but in terms of like the Bravo world. She hasn't stuck around like she wasn't doing BravoCon panels. She wasn't like revisiting going to the right. clubhouse. It's like, not like Kim Zolciak had a spinoff for yeah, exactly. a decade. You know, like Gretchen is somebody who it's like, I don't know how Gretchen is on TV. Exactly. Now. And I'm yeah. like, 
That'll be fun. Let's, let's go. <laughs> like, it's also an Alex McCord situation. I don't know how Alex McCord is yeah. on TV. Yeah. And also, like, I think with with um, last season, or I guess two seasons ago of Girls Trip, obviously for people like Tamara and Taylor and Dorinda, it ended up being kind of like, a pre getting back on Bravo audition exercise. (laughs) Whereas like for somebody like Alex McCord, I'm like, I don't know if there's an ulterior motive, but it seems like you're really happy in Australia. So like, I think it's a a week long, low lift. It's a good check. The people want it. And maybe they're curious about it instead of like committing to a full season of something. This is so much better. But do you wish that Alex McCord was on the New York trip? You know, or she has no place either way. That's interesting. I haven't really thought about that at all because I think the we've all kind of like memory hold the Morocco season because it feels like it filmed forever ago. And that was the Alex trip. Right. But like I I don't know. I'm really curious to see how the how the legacy girls trip goes because I think of course I'm sure it'll be like entertaining Funny. baseline, but I'm like is there going to be like real storyline. And I think that obviously the bigger question after that is like, is there going to be some, is the like legacy legacy show ever going to happen? I think no. I think probably not. Cause unless this show is like such a huge success, I don't think it's going to air until next year. So then it's going to be like, and this is just to satisfy us with that. My worry is that they go to this house and it's just like Luann quoting herself the whole time. And like, they're trying to like make it like what it was like, Oh, the pirate, like, Oh, we're going to try, you know, we're going back to the same club. Like I get nervous about that, but I also saw like things on Instagram from Dorinda and Ramona and like, you could just sit them all in an empty room and they're entertaining. So I'm not like worried. I just think sometimes trying to recreate the magic is always a disappointment. Yeah, I originally I had heard that they were trying to go back to like the same villa in St. Oh, John. They no, they're so that Scary Island was in St. John and they're in St. Bart's oh, this time. Oh, they're at the Saint, one with the pirate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, we'll see, but not everybody was even there the first time. Like Dorinda wasn't on that trip. Exactly. Heather to Heather and Carol carried that trip, by the way. And Aviva Dresser. <sighs> So bring back, by the way, fucking bring back Aviva Drescher. Talk about a good housewife. She got she got loony towards the end and, you know, the leg throw. I think they really felt like she was playing her own producer, but she was good. Aviva, Aviva was somebody that I was kind of hoping might pop up on the legacy cast list. I think more than Kristen, which like we'll see what Kristen brings. No, Kristen will be good. Ramona will be mean to her. It'll be great. Wait, did you (laughs) see how they name dropped Bethany Frankel and in just like that? Yeah. It's so weird. I need to know. It's so weird. The behind the scenes of Sarah Jessica Parker and Andy with that. Like, is she texting him? That's true. We we name drop Bethany in this like kind of silly way, like snarky way. What do you think? Is it okay? And he's probably like, yeah, she can handle anything. She'll love it. She, you know, Bethany, any name drop is a good name drop for her. Yeah. But it was just like that. That was my first thought. And then Bethany made like a funny response like, ooh, they can't keep their my name out of their mouths. You know, like, yeah, one, okay, okay, <laughs> relax. I don't know. I mean, I don't watch it just like that. Like, I'm not like a sex in the city Lucky. person. <laughs> Lucky. Um, but yeah, no, it's super weird to hear Carrie Bradshaw reference know who Bethany, Bethany Frank- Frankel. I know. I was like reading all these tweets like in a universe that Carrie, Bra- Carrie Bradshaw wouldn't know who Bethany Frankel is like. There's just no way. But it was her friend who said it, who would seem like she knows who she is. It just, 
it was like kind of a weird joke too. It was like Carrie saying, I always wanted to rent in the Hamptons, but there was always a reason that yeah. I didn't. And the friend says, was the reason Bethany Frankel? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like if we've made it till 2023 without like a Housewives reference on Sex in the City, like I feel like it just doesn't exist in that universe. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I feel like Charlotte would be a big housewives guilty pleasure watcher but like i feel like samantha would be on the housewives like oh yeah i mean sonia is our own samantha well i feel like carol is like low-key carrie bradshaw like yeah i don't know how it's like Mm. getting a little too close to the sun yeah (laughs) the one the one issue with and just like that is that they bethany frankel name drop the bethany frankel like multiverse no trust me that is not the only issue but i will be tuning in every week regardless okay well okay so maybe i'll be watching kardashians i don't think and just like that is going to be on my watch list don't worry about it um but you know i'm I'm glad that you've given me something to to work on (laughs) i'm so glad my i could give you a homework assignment which is to watch kardashians on hulu i'll I'll keep you posted on how that goes um isabel it's such a pleasure to have you oh my god thanks for having me tell everyone uh where they can follow and listen to you you can follow us comments by celebs comments by bravo comments by athletes comments by bachelor the whole thing back it's back oh my god good luck with that um And you can listen to our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts, comments by celebs. We do a Kardashian show, a pop culture show, and our weekly Bravo show, too. Amazing. Check it out. Thank you so much, Isabel. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.